0: guys and welcome to the podcast it's josh your favorite spiritual best friend ready to tell you guys why your chart has you thriving and sometimes just simply surviving we are going to talk about birth charts the moon how they're connected and why mercury and retrograde simply just sucks for everyone and boy does it suck We are all going to chat and maybe figure out why some signs are better than others, depending on the day. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use, and download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Episode 23, called A Suave Personality, talks about Rye. Rye is a Capricorn Sun with a Scorpio Moon, and she talks about her journey into cosmetology and her process of becoming a hairdresser. Rye also talks about her long-distance relationship and also gives advice to people that are also experiencing long-distance relationships. Before you guys can hear and tune into our conversation, please guys, like and and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Your subscriptions, again, will help boost the podcast and grow the community. But without further ado, here is my conversation with Ryan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and I am here with Ryan. Ryan, tell everybody, how are you doing today, and what's going on?
1: Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm doing pretty good. Um, don't really know what's going
0: on, but this is my first time on a podcast. Wow. And I will say congratulations. This is a huge milestone. Podcasting is so much fun, right? And you're going to realize this throughout this conversation and stuff. And I hope after having this conversation, you'll be comfortable going on other podcasts and stuff like that. So um, I just wanted to say thank you again for, for coming on and welcome to the podcasting community.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, so with this podcast ride, we're just going to talk about a little bit about everything. We're going to talk about work, relationships, friendships. We're it's just all about you, you know. So with this, with my first question, starting off the, our podcast together, when it comes to work, what are some things that you really like to do for work, and what are some passions that you have?
1: Um, I went through cosmetology school last year so I've been doing cosmetology for the last year or so um, I've been working in a salon in Springfield that's what I've been doing right now I love doing hair definitely my calling
0: yeah I got you and you said all the way up in Springfield that must be a heck of a drive and stuff like that too but uh, uh my question for you just building off of that when it comes to like hairstyles and stuff where did that really start for you have you always had a passion for doing hair or did you just wake up one morning and was like, hey, like, let's try this. So, like, where did it really start from?
1: I've always thought about it. It's always been in the back of my mind. And then when, you know, being a junior in high school, trying to figure out what to do with my life, that's when I started to really think about it. I took a year off of school after graduating, and that's when I decided that I did want to go through with it. So,
0: Yeah, and and I will say, power to you for that. and and my next question, just building up to it. So like when it came, when it came to like that gap year and you really started to figure out what you wanted to do and stuff like that. Um, once you finally decided that you wanted to get into like hair and, and learn how to like make hair and stuff like that and design hair and stuff. Um, what really like led you down that path when it, when it comes to that?
1: Um, I have a cousin who did hair growing up. She used to cut my hair, color my mom's hair. And I always like, after so many questions. I've just always been interested in it and it came on pretty easily to me in school too. So I knew I was where I was supposed to be.
0: When it comes to like a little bit of like the process of doing it. So like, I know you said you went to like, uh, like school and stuff like that. Can you explain to everybody, like if you wanted to be like a hairdresser, like what's the process of becoming one?
1: Well, you have to go through 1,250 hours of schooling before you can get your license or not even to get your license but that's just to take the test to get your license with most trades you have to finish a set amount of hours and then you can qualify to take a test oh wow and I still haven't taken my test yet because I did just finish school this year
0: well, I I will say congratulations for that, and, I, and hearing all those hours, I'm like, dang, uh, <laughs> like that. That's definitely a lot of hours to to do, you know.
1: It is a lot of hours, and it can take up to like nine months to get through. But uh, with the pandemic and everything, it took me almost two years.
0: Oh wow! Well, I will say congratulations to to getting through that and stuff like that. I know uh, just to add like another perspective to it. I know for. Cause I'm in the process of getting my master's in mental health counseling, and with that, like, depending on each state that you want to work in, some states require like three thousand hours to like be uh, be under supervision in order for you to get your licenship in like the state of Pennsylvania and Delaware. I believe it's like over three thousand hours and stuff like that. So as I was hearing you, yes, I was as I was as I was hearing you like describe that, I'm just like, damn, like that. That is definitely, I understand what you're what you're currently going through and stuff like that, and, and power to you for finding that. And my next question, just building off of it, so if, let's say, because I know you took a gap year, and, and you really, during that gap year, really needed time to just figure out what you really wanted to do. So let's say you're meeting somebody that is currently going through what you went through a couple years ago, taking a gap, you're trying to figure out what they wanted to do. What's some advice that you would give to him or her That is just simply like so many thoughts and anxieties about what I want to do, what I want to, what do I want to do? What's the advice that you would give to them to help them get through that?
1: Um, I would definitely take that time to make sure it is what you want to do. I had a couple friends that dropped out and they spent so much money. And, you know, being in debt makes your mental health so much worse. I know for me it does. and. I would just tell somebody that they should. Sorry, I'm trying to think before I speak. Um, definitely make sure it's what you want to do before going into it. At least for cosmetology.
0: Oh yeah, I got you completely because I mean, and you and you made a really great point that I really wanted to to drive home. I know you mentioned like debt can definitely cause a lot of, like, anxieties. I know from, like, my own personal experience and, and going to school and having some debt of my own, you know. So one of the worst things, and like you pointed out in your answer, is when you go to school, when you go to college, and then you figure out, oh, crap, like, what I've been studying for and stuff is not actually what I want to do, and then you just put yourself in more debt, and we all know how the education system here is in America when it comes to student debt and student loans and all that fun stuff. So yeah, like I I could definitely, that was just a really spot on answer what you said when it came to like debt can cause more anxiety. And that leads me right to my next question. So I know you talked a lot about like your work, where it stems from, like you do a lot of hair and stuff like that. So let's say, Rye, you had a really long day. Let's say you've finished like five, uh, you've been working all day and you're very tired and you're very stressed out what are some things that you do for yourself to just hit that really like that med, that mental reset button and just start over and refresh your mind?
1: Well, luckily for me, I work in a spa. So we do have a lot of like hair mask, face mask, stuff that help you look pretty. That's something that always makes me feel better when I look good. I feel good, you know, so I'll, before I leave, put on a little conditioning treatment or something. That definitely helps.
0: I do love doing that. Yeah, so that's really cool that you work in like a, a like a spa too. That must have been very like relaxing and stuff. Is there like, I'm just curious, is there like massage? There's like massage chairs? Is there like warm towels? Like what are some things that are there in, in the spa that you really enjoy?
1: We do have some massage chairs actually. Um, we've got some ladies give like manicures, hand massages. They do a lot. There's a lot of stuff that happens there. Um, sometimes I'll get my eyebrows done. They have a lot to offer, honestly. And I did just start working there. So I'm not like, I'm not sure of the full menu they got going on, but it is, they got a lot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted to, I was just curious. I just wanted to know because I might take a trip up there and take care of myself, <laughs> you know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, Um, but I, I will say as we're, as we're talking a lot about like work and stuff like that, I just wanted to really just point out like, congrats that you're able to take that first couple step, that first couple steps. And now you're starting your own career. Um, My next question, just building off of that. So let's say like, if you had a little time machine that can just. Uh, like fast forward just a couple of years where do you see yourself a couple years from now when it comes to like working in the spa and, and working with people's hair and stuff like that do you see yourself doing something different or do you see yourself advancing that and furthering your career when it comes to that
1: um the thing about cosmetology is there's always room to learn just when you think that you know everything somebody will come along that tells you something that you didn't know so I will definitely be furthering my education, uh, throughout my whole life, really. And I will definitely be sticking with cosmetology and I don't know exactly where I'll be, but hopefully building my clientele and getting more money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got you. and I can fully understand. And And I, and when it comes to work and stuff, I know Capricorns just connecting a little bit to the chart. I know Capricorns are very big when it comes to like goal oriented and having a plan and being reliable and dependable. And as I'm hearing you describe like your journey, you taking a gap year to really like understand yourself. Um, that really connects a lot to your chart as well. Cause I know you're a Capricorn sun, um, your moon is in Scorpio. So I know Scorpios can definitely be very like emotionally intense People says so I'm hearing you like describe like your passion and stuff. I feel like that intensity because um, your moon sign is how like you process information and how you react emotionally. Um, your Mercury is your communication in the way how you communicate. So your Mercury is in Capricorn. And I always ask a lot of my guests that come on the podcast this: has there ever been transition a little bit? Has there ever been like moments where you feel like you like bump heads with people when it comes to communication? Um, and if you have can you, if you wanted to, if you're comfortable with it, can you describe a time in which, like, someone really just irked you when it came to, like, the way how they communicated and presented themselves?
1: Honestly, this is a perfect question. Um, uh, my communication struggles are probably one of my biggest issues in my life right now. I'm in a long term relationship of about five and a half years, and communication is the one thing that we constantly. But heads about I am a very open book I tell my emotions how they are and my boyfriend is an Aquarius who is very closed off he does not say how he feels and it causes fights a lot of the time and very recently like I can tell when the emotions are building up because he gets on edge, you know, and then I get mad because I'm like, why aren't you communicating with me? Or just letting things build up. And that's exactly like what happens with the communication.
0: Yeah. And, and you made a really great point. and And I will say when it comes to like a lot of relationships and, and we'll transition a little bit and talk a little bit about like relationships and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like when it comes to relationships, communication, and I've definitely learned this through my personal relationships And in my current relationship now, because we've been going three years strong and it's I've definitely had to go to therapy a lot in order for me to open up more. And I I think it's a lot of traits when it comes to like men in general, um, because men are very taught or taught in society. I noticed through my own personal experience, like when it comes to like emotions, like you're supposed to provide, you're supposed to like be the be, like, the alpha, you know, like, be the person to help other people, but when it comes to yourself, you know, like, if you are having anxieties and stuff, you're viewed as, like, weak, you know, or or you're viewed as, like, sensitive and stuff like that, Um, so as I'm hearing you, like, describe that, I completely understand um, both sides of the equation, because when it comes to relationships, you got to be able to communicate how you feel. The person that you date, like you mentioned, like, you're, you're not going to understand them unless they communicate how they feel you know and I know you mentioned like he gets like on edge and stuff like that um so my next question for you is like when moments like that do happen um what are some things that like you have like that you really want to do in order to like help de-escalate the situation if you know what I mean
1: my toxic trait is that I'm very bad at de-escalating situations I won't I, I also don't fight. I'm not a screamer or a yeller either, but I don't like to just drop situations. I like to talk about it. So I will try to pry and press and try to get them to tell me what's going on. Um, I just, I tend to be really bad at just letting things go.
0: Yeah, I got I got you. I got you completely. And I, and I completely can relate to that because I know, um, with myself too. Like I definitely, I'm very stubborn. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I always have been. I always, when it, when it comes to, um, like my side of the story, I could definitely be stubborn. I am a Taurus, So like a, the Taurus, should think of the bull, you know, like I will stick to <laughs> when I, when it comes to arguments, I will stick to my point of view and run with it depending on the situation. Um, but I will say, uh, when it comes to like relationships and stuff and just building off of that, but when it comes to like relationships, what do you really like look for in a relationship?
1: I look for loyalty and honesty. Those are the biggest things for me and someone that can make me laugh. Those are the only things I could not care about anything else. I love somebody that can make me laugh. And they have to be honest and loyal with me. <laughs>
0: I definitely can relate to that when it comes to like loyalty and being honest, because like we mentioned before, communication, being able to communicate your honesty, how you feel and like what's going on and stuff that can really just because that way you guys can understand each other and be on the same page. Um, But when it comes to like other questions I have when it comes to relationships, I know you talked a lot about like communication. Um, What are some other aspects in relationships that you really think, should be talked about more. Cause so I know we mentioned communication, but what are some other things that come across your mind?
1: Oh yeah. Well, for me, it'd probably be like being able to have different opinions about things without having to like have a fight. You know, we disagree on a lot of things, whether it's political or just like regular opinions, or even if it's just like what to have for dinner, but like, there, I feel like people don't talk about different opinions and like, it's okay to have different opinions. You guys don't have to agree on everything.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and that's definitely a really cool point as well. And, and when it comes to like having like arguments and stuff, I feel like a lot of people like really just, just bump heads with each other when, when they disagree, when you're allowed to disagree, like we're human beings, not everyone is going to agree exactly 100% of the time of what you're saying, if you get what I'm saying. Um, Mm -hmm. But my next question, just just building off of that, describe to me a little bit of like, how is it being like in a long distance relationship? Like what are some positives with it? What are some negatives? How is it being in like a long distance relationship? Well, luckily for me, it's
1: not too long distance. Uh, My boyfriend goes to school in Philly, and he lives, like, on campus. So we do get time apart, which is good for a relationship. We're not constantly, like, with each other. But then when we are with each other, it's a lot more meaningful than when, you know, you're together every single day. As much as I would love to be together every single day, I do enjoy that time apart because it gives me – more motivation to work on my career and myself instead of just wanting to hang at home and hang out, you know,
0: continuing that a little bit when it comes to like long distance relationships and stuff. Um, I, I, I know for, from like talking to friends also through like personal experience with long distance relationship, like it definitely can provide some challenges. I know. Cause I mean, communication, like you said, always has to be a key. Cause I know you guys are just like far apart and stuff like that. Um, has there ever, when it comes to like advice that you would give to someone that's in like a long distance relationship, like what are some, what are some like advice that you would give to them if they are struggling with like communication or if they are struggling with like, just trying to figure out what like their relationship in general being so like long distance and stuff like that.
1: Um, the communication has to go both ways and if it's not going both ways, that's, The problem because for me I felt like a lot of the time I was the one pushing for conversations I was always the one calling I was always the one texting in the morning and I felt like you know oh if I don't text we won't talk all day but me voicing that feeling and telling him that that's how I feel he did start to make more of effort to call me first or to text me you know I would just say to make sure that the communication's going both ways and it's not just coming from one single person.
0: Yeah. And I will say that was a really good, that's some really good advice to give. Cause I know definitely through like my friends and definitely through like people that I've talked to, like that's definitely been a very consistent theme where it's just like communication is just like a very like just big challenge when it comes to that. So like building off of it, transitioning a little bit. So having a little fun when it comes to like relationships and stuff, so let's say you're on a first date, and let's say you're on a first date with somebody, right? What are some turnoffs that you have on, like, a first date? So I know for me, like, I know when it comes to, like, people I have podcasts with, I always mention, like, music for me. Like, if I hand you the aux cord, because music is, music is very spiritual for me, and if I hand you the aux cord and you start playing music that I'm just not vibing with, I don't think that we can continue. <laughs> um, so, like, what are, what are some... Turnoffs for you when it comes to like you're on a first date you're not having a second date with that person if he or she or whomever does this
1: if the person is really dry now don't get me wrong I know a shy person who hasn't opened up yet from like a dry person some like if there was just no personality not no personality but like not a lot going on that I can relate to or talk about it just wouldn't work for me. I would probably feel like if I have to force the conversation that it would not work for me. That's definitely the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, I got you. So like for you, just to clarify, so like, I know it's very, just like, you're very big on like conversations. So like the vibe, the person is presenting, um, is, do you have like any like small, like little, like ticky tack things? Like if his manners are bad or like if his, uh, if his, let's say, like, he's, like, disrespectful to, like, the staff? or Do do you have any things like that in particular that, like, you'd be like, no, no, like, I'm just not feeling it?
1: Uh, Both of those examples are good uh, deal-breakers, but I would have to say that if I cannot stand when people cut me off in a conversation, so if somebody was continuously cutting me off and not letting me talk, I would, that would be a deal-breaker for me as well.
0: Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to know because I was just like, you know, because a lot of people, everybody's different when it comes to that. Some people, it's very just like, this is this is me. I, I this is what I want. Some people, it's very like, okay, like I can feel the vibe, and you know. So I just wanted to hear that, and it's definitely interesting because connecting your chart a little bit, I know, um, just continuing a little bit, your Venus, your love language, the plant Venus is like the planet of love and and who you're attracted towards so your venus is in sagittarius so as i'm hearing you describe like when it comes like your relationship how you're big on like communication how like it's okay like yeah like we may not see each other every day but like we're like it makes me focus on my career my independence sagittarius is are very like free loving go with the flow like they kind of do their own thing they they take on their own projects and stuff like that So I could definitely see the qualities of Sagittarius as you are like describing like your long distance relationship and then your Mars planet of like aggression and like sexuality that is in Aquarius's. So I I know if Aquarius is very just like can be like reserved when it comes to like uh, when it comes to like aggression and stuff can be very like, but when you do open up, like it's very, you know what I mean? It's very like passionate and stuff like that. So as I'm hearing you describe that, I'm just like, yeah, like that makes sense when it comes to like your chart and stuff like that and it all it all comes together and and everything like that um but continuing a little bit i know that you mentioned a little bit about like i know we talked a little bit about astrology and stuff like that um when it comes when it comes to astrology and stuff what are some things that you've always cuz i know you just started like reading up on everything and stuff like that what are some things that you're very interested in when it comes to astrology i'm just i'm just curious and just want to know
1: um, I am very curious as to how much somebody's sign portrays their character, I guess, or not even their character, but their personality. Um, I have, like, I know two people that were born on the exact same day in the exact same area that act exactly the same, and they don't even know each other, and I just... Part of me feels like that just has to, it can't be a coincidence. There's no way they act exactly the same. And they happen to both be Gemini. And I, I, they act exactly how the stereotypical like Gemini would act. So that was the part of it that made me really be like, hmm, maybe there's actually something going on here that I want to look into, you know?
0: Yeah, of course, and I always like to ask people, because I know this is like your first podcast coming on and stuff, so I just really just wanted to to just ask that question, because, I mean, I have a funny story that I, I will share as well, how, like, I got into it, like, my girlfriend's best friend, like, she was from, like, Indonesia and stuff, and both of them were talking about, like, astrology and signs, and and my my girlfriend's best friend goes, well, what are you? I'm like, well, I'm born in May, and they're like, well, you're a Taurus, and then, like, she started giving me, like, a reading, and, like, we did, like, my, my chart, and then like at first like I played it cool like every like every typical guy does, you know, just plays it cool, doesn't really like say anything. And then like I I'm not even gonna lie to you, I stayed up probably till like four or five in the morning just just reading. <laughs> just reading like my moon, <laughs> reading my Mercury, reading my Venus, reading reading everything. I'm like, damn, like this really makes sense. I'm like, damn, why is this so accurate? Um, but I will say, as you are going through like your own journey and stuff like that, just remember again, like if you have any questions or anything, you can always reach out. And also, um, when it comes to like the chart and stuff as well, because it's constantly just like growing and changing. Like there's a whole other thing like called side real astrology where we could probably talk about hours when it comes to that. Um, but just continuing a little bit, I know you mentioned a lot about like relationships, astrology and stuff like that. And I know you talked about like like getting your hair done and nails done when you are like stressed out and stuff like that. Like what do you think men really need when it comes to like taking care of themselves, you know? Cause I know for you, you go to the spa, but how about for a dude, what do you think they should do?
1: Um, that is a good question. I do work with mostly ladies. So a lot of my advice is catered towards the ladies, but, um, For a man, or I would say the men that I know in my life do have a hard time opening up and talking, and I think that men need to be able to do that. So my advice would be to find somebody that they can and that they feel comfortable enough with to express those feelings. It might not be just as simple as going and getting your nails done, but... I know when I look good, I feel good. So anyway, I don't know if it's the same way for men or not. But if they can find a way to look good, maybe it will make them feel good. I don't know. No.
0: Yeah, I will say. I mean, I, as I'm hearing your answer, I like I was like, yeah. I mean, like I know for men, like we got like beard. I don't. Know, for men, if you grow beards, like I, for me, I I use I use some beard oil. I use some beard balm. You know, like I you got some cologne going on. You know, so I definitely can understand it. Like if you look good, you feel good. You know. Um but yeah, I just wanted to say like before we like wrap everything up, I always have like my guest, uh, I always google like your sun and moon combination and I usually go on the horoscope.co and there's always like this like little reading that I always give. Um so my this is like the final part of the podcast, but um as I am reading your chart a little bit, tell me how you feel about it and uh we'll wrap everything up. And again, I really appreciate you coming on and stuff like that. So for you, for you, Rye, you are a Capricorn sun, Scorpio moon. So with this combination, it says a savvy personality, detached and resourceful. The Capricorn sun, Scorpio moon personality will keep calm under the most difficult of situations, positives for your sun and moon combination, tenacious, affectionate, and serious negatives can be a little bit aggressive, a little bit demean- demeaning, and Perfect partner for like your sun and moon combination. Someone who stands by their principles and decisions. Word of advice for you and with your sun and moon combination. Try to be less moralistic and critical of some people. So as I'm reading like your chart, giving like your positives, negatives, perfect partner and advice, what are some things that come to mind?
1: Um. Well, reading that chart uh, or hearing it, I do agree with, the part where it says that I should be less critical of other people. I do tend to notice myself being very critical of other people and not even just, you know, the way they look, but the way they act. Like if somebody does something that I wouldn't do, I tend to be very critical and I shouldn't be. And I know I shouldn't be. So that is one thing that I do take away from this. And Yeah, those are all pretty true. For affectionate, I do tend to have a hard time pushing those emotions out. I'm not the most affectionate person. None of my friends would tell you or would use that as a word to describe me. Um, I am affectionate in my own way. It's just not the way that is typical.
0: Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, And and affection, it can be displayed in many other ways. It's not just like physical touch and stuff like that. But like you said, like you enjoy going to like the spa. You enjoy like doing a lot of like self-care for yourself, you know. So that's like affection in like another form, if you get what I'm saying. So, but I will say, uh, Rye, I will say I really enjoyed our conversation. We've had we talked about relationships. Yeah, I know you mentioned a lot about like your long distance and stuff like that self-care what you do for yourself and also like work in general like where you started working all that fun stuff where can everybody follow you on social media and also advertise your spa a little bit maybe some people will take a trip I might take a trip up (laughs) so
1: I work at Salon Bellissima in Springfield it's not too far it's a good straight shot to Philly after take a little day trip but Um, my Instagram handle is underscore Rye McKinney.
0: Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed our conversation, Rye. And and thank you again for coming on and being so comfortable with sharing your story on the podcast and stuff. And hopefully uh, you'll be comfortable enough, you know, going on another podcast in the future.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome.
0: All right. Well, stay safe. You too. See ya.